Welcome to the Talking People and Technology Podcast. I'm David Gazzarotto, and uh, just I love that funky um, theme music. It's just really, really going well. Um, you'd think you chose it yourself, wouldn't you? Uh, you? You may well, Scotty. And uh, welcome to you, Scott. Thanks for joining Hi, us again. David. Great to be back again. Yeah, great. Coming at you live from the HR Tech Fest conference here in Sydney, 2017. And uh, very pleased at this quietish end of the day to welcome uh, a great next guest, David Hope, President of Workday in Asia Pack. How are you, David? Very well, thank you, David. I think it's been a fantastic event so far, and thanks for the opportunity to catch up with you both. Great Brilliant. to have you. Great. Excellent. So uh, just uh, talk us through a little bit of what uh, you've been up to at Workday in Asia. Sure, sure. Delighted to. Um, I uh, have been with Workday now coming up to uh, 12 months, mm-hmm. um, having a fantastic time. Workday is a company that I proactively tried to join about six years ago. Mm. But at that time, Workday was just uh, starting to build a presence in the Asia-Pacific region. Uh, We had some great discussions. We kept in touch um, and absolutely delighted to to be on board and have the uh, opportunity to lead a passionate, excited and committed team across the Asia-Pacific region. Brilliant. Fantastic. Excellent. on that, David, I recently read um, a piece where, where Workday CEO O'Neill um, was talking about the business's obsession with customer satisfaction. Yes. And we've, we've seen numbers around customer sat coming from the organisation of 98% yes. satisfied customers. I mean, yes. that's, a, that's an outstanding result. That is. And something that the, the rest of the ecosystem, I'm sure, is incredibly jealous of. What are some of the internal behaviours that, that you promote to achieve such a great objective? Outcome. Really good question because it, Scott, is fundamental to everything that we do. So Anil said very, very early on, of course, Anil being our CEO, as you mentioned, that we were going to differentiate ourselves in the market through customer satisfaction. It was going to drive everything that we did. Okay? So to set that process up, the first thing that Anil said is, you cannot have happy customers if you don't have happy employees. So, you know, the foundation was set up in Workday to drive engagement, empowerment, um, all the things that we offer our customer through the Workday platform, we live, breathe and eat ourselves, okay? Mm. Um, and we're passionate about the technology yeah. and we, we, as, we, as I said, we, we live and breathe that technology every day. When it comes to the customer satisfaction goal, we have a publicly stated goal of 95% customer sat. That is measured through an external party. This Mm. is not Workday coming up with these statistics and telling the world how happy (laughs) our customers are. But we actually survey our customer community, of which will be almost 2,000 this year, Uh, including one-third of the Fortune Top 500 companies globally. Mm. And we survey our customers upon go-live, often the most sensitive, awkward, challenging time in any IT project deployment. Indeed. And then we then survey our customers through the year. Uh, So both both at a very sensitive time and once they're up and running with the system, etc. So our stated goal, Scott, is 95% customer sat. At our Workday 
customer event every year, which we call Rising, mm-hmm. uh, which we just completed in Chicago about a month ago. Yeah, I was there. It was we fun. were delighted. You were there, so you heard <laughs> that the uh, the official figure was ninety eight percent customer satisfaction, Amazing. and we think it is such a key differentiator. It drives all our behaviours, yeah. and I mean, how visionary to say we are going to be different in everything we do. And that is going to be the benchmark to drive Workday's behaviour internally. Mm. Amazing. Mm. It's a strategy that's working. Yeah. Oh, it's and working very, very well. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the, the, the business model itself dictates that. So in the old on-prem days, you sold, you sold the licence and you could pretty much just walk off. And as sales guys, we often did. Yes. Is anyone listening to this? I hope <laughs> some of my previous managers. I don't aren't. know anyone who did that. For a second, no. you? But the, the, the SaaS model itself, and I guess as cloud has evolved, um, it it needs to. It's bound by that real customer centric model yes. because you've got to stay sticky. You can't. Yes. You know, they can. But, but in theory, you think, can churn off. Right. And even I've heard this theme so often today at the first day of this conference is that digital transformation is a journey. Mm-hmm. It's mm. not a stop, start, go live, walk away. Can we sell something to them 12 months later? Um, it is a journey. It's a partnership. So the community side of Workday is something that we invest very, very heavily in. Um, we encourage our customers to be part of our design councils, to feed back to us how they see industry trends that they need to deal with so that we can proactively um, and positively build customer-centric innovation requirements mm. into the Workday platform. Um, again, being 100% cloud, um, mm. a cloud-based solution provider, Everyone is on the same solution, on the same version. Mm. Uh, we have two major upgrades a year. Uh, customers are not spending millions of dollars on a big bang uh, you know, upgrade. Everyone is upgraded at the same time with new features and new innovations, mm. which is workday community driven. Yeah. It's very important. It's fantastic. So, David, you mentioned um, innovation um, and uh, and your involvement in the you know having the community involved in telling you where that that sort of looks. What sort of things are you seeing out in market at the moment um, from the technology wise? We're at a great conference at the moment. We're getting yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of great visuals on those. Yeah. What are you seeing out there at the moment where our products will start to move and and what sort of functionality we're going to be delivering in the future? Well, well, I think one area that Scott we're very excited with because it has been a customer-driven request for almost 12 years, Mm. and that is a platform as a service. So using the Workday cloud as a digital platform, not just for Workday, but to open up the platform, okay? And Anil was very clear that although we could have done this several years ago, there were other foundational requirements that we wanted to get in place first. Mm. We firstly had to go international. That was number one. We had to get our financial solution established and in place because that's so critical to what we do. That was number two, okay? Um, We had to get a critical mass of customers to be able to get this foundation in place. So he almost described it like different stages of a rocket going into orbit, and we've now formally announced that at our customer event. Um, And we started off with a partner and a customer-selected hackathon 
yes. where customers and partners were developing extensions into the Workday platform. And we just think that this opens up a whole new paradigm in terms of the way that the Workday platform can be used as a digital backbone, mm. which we think is very, very exciting. Uh, we even have a couple of Australian customers who are beta testing some applications right. that they have integrated into the platform, which we're very excited about. Fantastic. So that's one one key key critical area. Absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, tremendous opportunity. Um, on the, I guess you had the subject of implementation. Um, there's always been this fear in ERP that you're going to sign up to the 36-month implementation. And uh, interestingly, saw Qantas presenting today, and and you know the the um, Nine nine month or less implementation of just about everything yes. has been put up there as a yes. Uh, you know, is that the norm now? Is that the expectation set in the workday yes. world? So we have, on average, we are going live around seven months. Right. Okay. On average, mm. that's customers of all sizes, as you can imagine. Mm. Um, the thing is with Qantas again, forty two thousand employees. Um, they had a lot of different disparate systems that they were dealing with. Yeah. And but they really and I thought Jen, you know, she told a great story today at Qantas about going live in nine months, mm. um, that continuous journey approach. But you know, we're also very, very fastidious about the partner relationships that we have, mm. and the partners that we work with to deliver a successful workday outcome takes a large investment from partners. Mm. There's continuous certification. We expect continuous learning about best practice with our partners. And we think that although we may be very, very difficult to deal with from a partner perspective to get started, Mm. once they are in that workday ecosystem, that becomes part of the partner's DNA, right? And so quality, consistency, that methodology... And again, delivering in the cloud, I think, offers so much uh, advantage in terms of being able to deliver Mm. on time and Mm. on budget. And again, 70% of our customers are live. So when I talk about those statistics, they are live customers. But it's, again, a critical differentiator to those legacy on-premise systems. You'd have to... There's a mindset shift there, though, isn't there? You'd have to, as a a customer, you'd have to take that on. For sure. Where you would have to be thinking, what what can I stand up in a minimum viable product sense rather than what we used to do? Was maximum validated product. Yes, and and so how how do you help shape that mindset? Is that something that starts through the sales cycle and, and moves right through? Is all, all all the way through? Mm. And you know what our partners can offer is that strategic HCM digital transformation advice, mm. um, and change management is a really key part of that. So by partnering with the best partners that you can get in the industry, we offer a complete end-to-end solution to our customers Mm. um, that we hold their hand on that journey. We're in it together. And because of that customer satisfaction-driven metric that we were talking about earlier, Scott, that is everything. Mm. It drives Mm. our behavior. It means going that extra yard. It means not walking away from complexity. It means... Every project has its challenges. Mm. So it's not, will there be challenges in a project? It's how we deal with them, how we communicate, being black and white, customer partnerships. I mean, it sounds 
esoteric in terms of saying these things, mm. but they are the key critical components they of are. every project's success. We're, we're, we're seeing numbers in, in industry recently, David, where success rates of projects um, across the board haven't been improving. You know, our, and David touched on it before. Traditionally, we've seen 70%, 75% of IT projects failing. With the advent of cloud, that number hasn't got a lot better. Um, and a lot of that is because organisations and their partners haven't been focused on user adoption and change and all the things that are actually that, that are going to derive benefit from yes. the product implementations. Yes. So your focus on the partner community and establishing um, those, you know, those, those scenarios within the customer is very, very important. And Scott, I think another key piece is what is cloud? Okay, there is many definitions of cloud yeah. and uh, different uh, views of reality. So you could have legacy players who are quote unquote cloud enabling their solution, but at the end of the day, it's an on premise solution mm. uh, that might be hosted. It's not quite a pure cloud solution. Uh, no. We have a number of competitors who see their cloud based solution. <laughs> as a um, hodgepodge of acquired third-party solutions that are stitched together. Yeah. What is the weakest point of that cloud solution? Those integration Integrations. points. Absolutely. So Workday, and you've heard our power of one um, uh, strategy, we have one light of code, one, one security model. Uh, you know, it's all about having a seamless, single application one user interface one version the power of one we call it we're uh, wonderful yeah we're, we're there's preparations in the background here for uh, the I think that's the constitution <laughs> david trying yes, to drown me out absolutely i'm not, not sure they're going to do a successful job at that david that's for sure no. but, uh, we'll, we'll we'll press on press on yeah indeed so um yeah, what's, uh, what do you see as the, the market here in um, certainly Asia-Pacific yes. um, and, and Australia and New Zealand? I think, yes. yeah, personally, I think we're only just scratching the surface on what's possible. Yes. So where do you see things heading over the next sort of so three to five start years? At, if we start at, as I mentioned, we've now, we announced we have one third of the Fortune 500 as successful Workday customers mm. now. Mm. Um, this includes, we announced the largest employer in the world, which is Walmart, 2.46 uh, million employees in placing their, replacing their legacy system, right? So, um, and of those Fortune 500 companies, the balance have not made a decision in terms of their legacy systems. Yeah. And um, so we believe that's a huge market. Also for us... We see medium enterprise as a very hot growing area for Workday. We have dedicated teams now that are looking after the ME space. Uh, we're looking at packaging, uh, solutions around delivery, um, a very uh, concise uh, package value proposition designed for that market. Yep. And again, now I'm talking global. Now, as we start moving to Asia Pacific, we're now starting to see and again, you cannot generalize the region, okay? It is mm, so mm. Fragmatic, um, fragmented. We have some of the most mature economies in the world and we have some of the most immature. Mm. But we are seeing demand. They're facing the same challenges as companies around the world. Disruption, mm. um, competition for talent, uh, time to hire, time to retain, engagement. All those requirements are being felt by Asian mm. companies. Yep. So we're really excited about the opportunity we see in the region 
and we've started now to uh, to partner with some of the largest Asian-based mm. companies. Yep. Australia is a very mature market, and we have some wonderful customers here. A number who we're talking at the conference here at the moment, um, but there is so much to build on. And uh, and I think you know we've been in the region four or five years, but it's been the last twelve months that we've really started to inv- aggressively invest. Mm. So the only way is up. That's great. Well, I think on that rather positive note, that's about all we've got time for. So um, grateful to have you uh, spend some time with us, David. Fantastic. And we'll uh, catch up again sometime soon. Really appreciate the opportunity. Great Great to meet you both. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya.